So while Mary gets settled, um, I'd love for us to do introductions. We have a new member on the council today. So welcome, Victor. Thank you. Um, we'll have everyone start with Charlie on the end there. Or Juan, actually, how about you start if you want to like introduce yourself and how long you've been on the council? Sure. So welcome. My name is Juan Sanchez. Um, I've been on the council for about a month. I'm the newest member right before you. So I'm just starting on now. Um, my experience and kind of the arts and culture comes from my own performances. I'm a female impersonator. I'm an actor. I do a plays, theater, that kind of stuff. So I'm welcome again. I'm looking forward to having you work with us. Thank you. Charlie. Charlie the boy. Uh, I, like to my call, I like to call myself a community artivist. Um, current chair for the grantee reception. So have some information on that later. And yeah, glad to have you. I think you know my face pretty yes. all right right now. <laughs> uh, Ashton, I have been focusing on the schools as a school liaison currently. And I've been working to get the community band back together. And we are. And you said school liaison, right? Yep. Hi, Deb Sutherland. We sort of know each other. Yeah. Hi. So I'm just ancient. That's basically what I am. I've been here a long time. Um, I work with the plays and stuff in the, in the, in the schools. And I am currently, currently the um, chair of Pride Committee and enjoying that. Johnny and I did that a couple of times last two years past, and it's been great fun. So we're looking forward and working hard on that. And, and it's great to see you here. I didn't know that you were the new member, so it's really exciting. But welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, uh, my name is Mary Jennings. I've been on the council for the past year. Uh, I'm, I'm acting secretary currently, and I, I am also... I'm also a poet, um, in, um, uh, and I will be hosting a an open uh, a spoken word open mic starting next week, uh, which will be monthly, and we hope that it will be a success this year. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Mary. Um, you know me, Jeanette. I'm yeah. the chair of the council. Um, been chair for the past year and a half ad hoc. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm so happy to have you with us. Thank you. Lisa. I am Lisa uh, Hagar. I have been on the council for I honestly don't know how long. Um, and I am acting treasurer for one more month. And it's nice to have you. Awesome. And if you don't mind introducing yourself. So. Yeah, so my name is Victor Narvaez, and I'm the owner of the uh, coffee shop in downtown Chicopee called Good Works Coffee House on Center Street. And I've been on the council for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty intimidating, to be honest. <laughs> I don't even know if you've done your MCC login yet. No, That's no. Green. Um, uh, prior to COVID, we used to host live music, actually, and we used to have... um. Like uh, artists come in, do like paintings and that sort of thing. So we're hoping to kind of reopen that again. Um, I myself am a singer, and I plan on doing some singing this year because people have, have asked me to do it. But I have a little artsy side to to me. Yeah, oh, for sure, <laughs> and I appreciate that. 
and having your talent on here. Um, all right, we don't have anybody. I'm Would like to connect on that, just letting you know. I didn't know this. <laughs> um, Craig will be joining us soon via Zoom, hopefully. Um, Quick question for Mary. Mary, where's gonna where are your open mics gonna be hosted at? Your uh, poetry uh, yeah. open mics. Um, the Chicopee Public Library. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Um, there are some members not here. Um, John, Craig, and Dan um, are three members that are here today. I did get an email from Dan this morning that um, he is stepping down from the council. He has too many personal um, responsibilities and other volunteer responsibilities that are taking his time. There's some fam family health issues. Um, I will be submitting that to the city soon. Um, but yes, so you just so you all know, um, to not expect him if he was on a subcommittee um, to be joining for that. Okay. Okay, so next on our agenda is the minute review and acceptance. Everyone got this email to them prior to the meeting. Are there any changes or edits or a motion to accept? Motion to accept the minutes from. Okay, second that. Charlie second. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Okay, accepted. Sorry, I had to wait for my hotspot. For some reason, the, the internet doesn't work. The next on their agenda is a treasurer report out. If there's any um, things you'd like to share, I know there were some updates uh, you just recently learned process-wise. Yes. So uh, City Hall has informed me going forward, although I guess we're supposed to be doing this the whole time. Sorry. Um, for the next treasurer or whoever's gonna take treasurer duties, when we submit grants for new grantees, we have to submit their W-2s to treasury. Before W-9s. I'm sorry. W-9. W-9, I'm sorry. That's season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> W-9s to treasury so they can get set up in the system before we can get their grants submitted and paid. Up until this point, we had been submitting all the paperwork to auditing, uh, mostly because we don't always know who is a new grant and who is a legacy grant, because sometimes they skip years and treasurers, you know, there's a lot of treasurer turnover. But from now on, we have to submit the W-9s to Treasury, so it might just make more sense to submit them all if you don't know. Um, and then once that's done, we can submit the grants to auditing for payment. The other thing is we received a grant from 2021. I cannot find anywhere where we had set aside the funds for this particular grant. Mm -hmm. So our two options when, are- when, Yeah, when that happened last year, especially with the pandemic, a lot of people were delayed in things. We took the funding out of our personal accounts, our grants, um, our, but with the new direct granting, right? Um, I feel like we have to ask Timothea this question. Yep. Um, and Timothea, for those who, of you who are new, are, is our MCC liaison, so with the state, um, just to clear, get clarity of where we can use these funds, because I know MCC leans to fund them. If they did it, fund them, even right. if they're delayed and these funds were encumbered. And 
We've honored that. I, I did know we had been asking for paperwork for their 2000 and for one of their grants up until October of last year. But I can't find anywhere where we had put aside that 2021 money. Can so you can you I will list forward you what the emails? The the grant is do you remember? It is the um the mentor, the Valley Arts Mentor Program. Okay. They sent me both their 2001 and 2002 grant application paperwork like two weeks ago. Okay. I submitted the 2002 one, or the 2022 one. 2022 one. We were just a lot younger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that so one. 2021 so is the one that, one that we have. And that is about. severely late. It's incredibly late. Yeah. It's $600. Okay. Um, so we'll ask. Yeah about that we'll have to ask um, the state if there's wiggle room for that for those of you who are new our grant seasons we usually give them leeway um they're supposed to submit all of their paperwork a year after their acceptance letter so we usually send those out january february the latest but usually january so that means they should have had that in in 2022 january so that's how late they are they're a complete year afterwards. So it wouldn't have been encumbered. Uh, we do give leeway until about July when we really have to close the books. So we give six months, you know, in case people are late, but they are supposed to adhere to the acceptance letter guidelines of one year after this letter, submit your paper to ensure your funding. And so they are eight months out from our, our drop dead date from our, last year. Exactly. So they've surpassed the six months and months, so we will start off so, so Lisa, you're saying that we should um, be asking all of our grantees to sign a W-9 and then what? And just send it to me. I'm just okay. saying for the... Well, just to be clear, the process has not changed. All of your grantees should be filling out W-9s earlier with though. a wet signature. I should not be receiving emails right. of these grantees. Once we get those, then we submit them to the treasurer separately from their um, direct grant agreement. Does that make sense? So instead of putting it, you, them all it together, used to be part of the package, but now it has to be the before they get the money. Right. We need that. Okay. Well, it just needs to go to a different department. Like they, they can both be submitted at the same time. I'm My guess is that up until recently, auditing has been just giving them to the treasury themselves, but now they're at, they're putting the onus on us to do it. Okay. That's all. So just when we submit it, Thank it's you. just separate. I, I, I don't anticipate any of a any sort of delay, but I also don't want to not anticipate a delay with this extra step. Technically, and it may be that internally at City Hall the process has changed. I don't. I honestly don't know. I'm just saying this is the new part of the process. So going forward, we won't just submit it one package to auditing. It's a package to auditing and a, the W nine to um, the treasurer. And I have received some um emails from some of your grantees about whether or not like we're a part of we have it already in the system to cover our bases and to ensure that they don't get delayed we are still asking them to submit a w9 just because in case the city's like well we don't have it like we just want to make sure they're doing it and that's part of their acceptance letter the w9 is part of that process and like i wet signature and i would suggest going forward whoever is treasurer next sits down with Sharon at auditing and just has her go through the whole process with you so there's no misunderstanding. Take a recorder. Yeah. 
take a recorder, take lots yeah, of Yeah, take a recorder and, and, and it's gonna be less as we're now we're direct funding. So we're giving money right. beforehand and there's less receipts and paperwork yeah. afterwards. And Just also codify in an email, say, hey, Sharon, this is where right. I remember from the meeting, did I miss anything? Yeah, so it's in writing. She is very good about emailing people. All right, any other updates on that in your department? Um, we do have just the two bills that need yeah. to be voted on. So that's what I'm going to present next. Um, there are two services that um, I'd like to put up for a vote. One we've already had, it's just time for renewal. Um, and this has been helpful when we're unable to use this space or we need multiple meetings. Um, yeah, and it's Zoom. So having our maintaining our own Zoom account, which is helpful for our subcommittee meetings as well, because that's I know how folks have been meeting. And the renewal for that is $149.90 for a year subscription um, for Zoom. Anybody up for a motion for that? I'll make the motion to approve the cost for uh, the Zoom annual membership. Thank you so much. So one, and I'll have Deb second. 149. 90. Thank you. All right. And um, all in favor? Aye. Uh, okay. So motion passes. Um, the next one is a service we have been using, but I've been using my personal account and I've been paying for it for the past couple of years. And I'd like to ensure that the council has its own. And that is Canva. Um, we use this for flyers, um, promotional events anything like that. It's just a service I think the council could really benefit from having its own account. Um, and that account would be one nineteen forty for a year subscription of Canva. Anybody have questions? Yeah, what, what, can you tell me more about it? I don't understand. It's a very user-friendly um, editing software. So we can put photos in there. You can make posters. Everything I create has been on Canva. Um, and it's very user-friendly. How would anyone else um, access it? Be, uh, just like our Zoom account, there will be a council login. So everybody will have the email and the password. You can create group projects. You can assign that for your subcommittee. Like it, there's a lot of um, uh, possibilities for the program. It's very interactive. So you don't have to be in the same room with someone to co-design. You can be on Zoom and on Canva together and co-design. Um, on the, the app. Any other questions on that? Or any comments? Any like I use it a lot too, Deb. It's actually a really good program. The yeah. schools just got themselves an education account and all the students and teachers have it now too. So it's pretty it's a pretty amazing tool. I use it for good works marketing. Right? So it's, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, and I've been There's, using it myself. Oh my okay, so I'm the only one who doesn't know. <laughs> so it looks like we have a lot of Canva teachers here. We'll do a Canva Zoom. Yeah at some point to tutorial, but um, so the motion would be to spend one nineteen forty for a year subscription to Canva. Anybody want to make that motion? Make a motion to cut a check for one nineteen forty. was it? For uh, a subs an annual subscription to Canva. Second that motion. Seconded. Charlie. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. All right, passes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And we, we did vote for the minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Just want to make sure I'm checking off my list. 
Um, publicity updates, uh, and welcome if anybody has any besides myself. Um, I spoke to the Chicopee Herald um, this past week, Matt Conway. So he's doing a little article about our grants and this grant year um, and all of our upcoming events. Is he listing them individually or how? With the list from MCC. So I gave him that resource. And he expects so it has to... the amounts and it has who's been granted. So you expect him to do that? Because other cities have done that. And I think it's so impressive. Yeah. I yeah. expect him to, cool. to list that out there. No questions? All right. So no other publicity. Just making sure. We don't have a pub, uh, publicity liaison anymore right now. So that's... <laughs> I open it up and just in case somebody was promoting something. All righty. Um, old business... Grantee assignment progress, event dates. So this is a note to myself. I just wanted to open it up on how the progress is for everybody's emails. Has anyone not sent the initial email out to their grantees inviting them to the reception? I, I sent it out. I, I need to follow up with the call. Okay. But just the initial one. So everyone here has done and on Zoom your initial one. I am going to follow up on the spreadsheet i'm gonna look right now and see if dan okay it looks like dan has done his as well i have to say i sent out all my emails but only two of my grantees haven't responded only two yeah the haven't. two sitting here in this room i have had none <laughs> you're not going no to the reception. you gotta respond to the reception yeah just as a reminder every council member please fill out the grantee rsvp yourself so we know if you're coming to the reception i was gonna ask that so thank you yeah. oh oh i forgot about that one it's okay i just said it we're, we're gonna do that now so if you have not filled out the rsvp please do so i know i do have it on my to-do list to, i have to send it to um some city folks um putting that on my tools all right all right besides that so everybody did the initial one that means we have to do the follow-up response because right now we have about 13 responses out of all of our grantees so i want to um highlight when you send this follow-up response it doesn't need to be lengthy uh, but I would like you to include the RS, the actual, oh, you're in person, Greg, um, the actual RSVP link, okay? We want to make it accessible for folks. If you're only, if you only share the flyer with them and they have the bit.ly written, yes, they can type it up, but the likelihood of them sitting there and typing it up and then responding is low. So making sure we have the bit.ly in your email so they can just click on it and RSVP would be great. Um, and not to forget to CC the cultural council on your email so that we know um, you've sent those emails or at least mark it in the spreadsheet. And so Victor, we have a spreadsheet for this year with tons of tabs, but one of them is our grantees and who's assigned to them and tabs of like, have you sent an email for the reception? You put the date. Have they responded? Have you done a follow? -up? Like, it's just, you just go through and you check it off um, on there. On the last thing on this that I'm going to say is I still need for folks to fill out the dates of their grantees on this spreadsheet. That was part of your assignments as well. Um, and the, and the location, so date and location, so we can be sure to publicize them in a timely manner. 
Any questions on that? Do we all understand where we can find the dates on their grant application? And we just have to plug it into the spreadsheet, Craig. Okay. Um, and just do yours. And if everybody just does theirs, then it'll get done. Right. And if we can do this before the March um, deadline for RSVP, that would be great. So in two weeks, I would love for that to happen so that we have the dates ready for the reception. What day is the RSVP deadline? I think it was the first day of March. I'm just, I just wanted to check because under the fourth that... March first. Was my I will. I'm looking at the. <laughs> I'm looking at the agenda, and it says RSVP email with link by two twenty. So I just wanted to. Oh, to send them. Yes. Yeah, so I no. I was saying that was the date. I want you all to send your emails live. Oh, okay. So it still gives them a couple weeks to respond. Um. Yeah. I figured two twenty was a good reasonable time. Seven days to send out those second emails. Um, but thank you for for pointing that out. Oh, and I believe it's it's one of those first days in March. <laughs> it's in the email. I have a question. I had a, one of my uh, grantees reach out with a question regarding their grant. I don't have the answer. Would this be the time to ask that question to y'all? Yeah. Okay. So let me pull it up here. So it's from uh, my my grantee Diana Alvarez regarding her grant. And let me just pull it up here because she sent an email. Let me show you get it right. Dear Juan, thank you so much to you and the rest of the council for supporting my project, Quiero Volver. I'm very excited and beyond grateful. Would, I do have a question. Would it be possible to use this Chicopee grant to support my performance at a whole venue that is promoted to community members in Chicopee? In doing so, I would be ensuring that all participating artists are compensated e equitably as I would be combining Chicopee grant funds with a holo grant. I am hoping that this is possible since both towns are so close in distance. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Okay, so in regards to this, I would refer to the grant application because they were approved based on their grant application. Whatever okay. is not there. Um, and if it was like a roaming grant, like they were doing multiple, which I don't believe this one was, like multiple shows in different locations, um, that would play a factor. So pulling up their grant and saying you're, you're, it, it will have to be a Chicopee venue that, that does weigh on us. So it must have been on their application. I believe the library is what they selected. Um, okay. Let me review the grant and I'll let them know that way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anybody else have? No. I think, yeah, I think I remember it being in the library. It was definitely in Chicopee. Thank you for asking. Anybody else have questions or emails that they're unsure on how to respond to? Good. Love it, speeding through. Next, new business. Okay, so we are gonna be doing subcommittee report backs, starting with the grantee reception. All right, um, so I'm still looking to connect with the rest of the committee in regards to some of the planning I've done. I've met with Jeanette so far and we were able to go over some old information. I'm connecting with um, a culinary at Chicopee Comp right now to see if possibly they can work with the budget that we have. Um, they also have, I know they have linen for their tables as well. So if they're able to allow us to borrow that, we might have to eat the fee of maybe the dry cleaning that's involved with that. 
Um, but I figure since I can't connect with uh, which we would have had to dry person, clean anyways. So yeah. Um, just a thought there. So I'd have more to report. I would need the um, just access to the email, uh, the cultural council email, so I can send a request to Mr. Ingram. Um, that in an email to your personal account, I will report it. Where are the linens from last year? Try searching for it, couldn't find it. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm working on getting that going and having that partnership relationship with culinary at comp. I think it'd be good for future events and kind of get them uh, kind of stimulated working with the cultural council. And also I have the One Strong Community Program interns working on developing the curated list for items uh, through Amazon. And I just wanted to kind of review that that process a little bit and see how um, ordering those items would go about. Would I have to order it or is there an account? I, I believe we discussed an account. Yeah, we discussed before. the city has an account. Yeah. Uh, do you know more information about how to do that process? So I think there's... Maybe Chloe knows. There's um I'm buying a whole bunch of stuff for the Stefanik school and I so I I I, I make the <clears throat> I I uh, put the order in on the Amazon, take screen grabs and then send it to the uh the um superintendent, the assistant superintendent that is in charge of this sort of stuff. And then it gets and then it goes through the process and then it's delivered to the school. So I think different parts of the city may have used the same account or different accounts, but it, it's not it's not it's not direct. It's, How did you okay. get the furniture? Yeah, that's that's probably the same process Charlie would yeah. use. Oh, good point. Well, that's is that the school? No, it no, doesn't have got to the, do schools. We're not the doing furniture school. We're doing so, so, so you're right. You're, that, that's a good point, Lise. Yeah. How did you do that? Because I think that's how Charlie. I prayed a lot. I prayed a great deal. <laughs> Besides that, <What's> that? <laughs> um, <laughs> we all prayed. get the furniture. Oh, so you got it on a. Right, yeah, for Chickabee TV. Um, but you got it from the, a vendor. Oh, so from the city. You got it from a city vendor. They gave you a list, or th was it through Amazon? It was, it was Amazon, Amazon, and we. So uh, similarly, I think I sent it to. I think I sent all of the stuff that we wanted to order to the treasurer to Sharon. I think it was through Sharon. I think it was through Sharon that. I think she paid for that against the grant from last year. That's that's correct. Yeah. Okay, so Charlie. Let me see if I can find the emails okay. between Deb and myself and I do believe it was auditing where she went, she details the process. Okay. And that should hopefully work. Awesome. Yeah. So I have I have most of the items curated um into a list. So I'd be able to send the list out to them pretty quickly uh, once I have that. And um, if anyone is looking to speak or um, perform for this grantee reception, please let us know through the RSVP. I'll be scanning that every night starting this evening. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any other questions about the grantee reception? So Charlie is going to be reaching out to those that are on the subcommittee to, to meet. Yeah. Um, just to review, only John is, or was John the only one that's not on there? Yeah, John's the only person not in the space that was on that. But John was mostly like going to help set up, like just you can delegate, like this is right. the time we need you to show up. Got it. Yeah. And I can help with everything except day of. So you can use me <laughs> up until that week and then I'm gone. So Okay. So we'll connect. Perfect. Yeah.
I think Asha was also on it, right? Or you want, or no? Who else was on the subcommittee? Yeah, uh, I have it written down. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the minutes. Yeah. Okay, so Craig, you're on that. So you'll be part of the subcommittee email. Craig was also volunteering for setup, right? Craig? Yeah. All right, cool. I just want to make sure it was clear. Everybody knew you're going to get Charlie's contact and hopefully get to meet this week um, yes. to finalize some or both weeks. <laughs> <laughs> make whatever you can. Ask me by the end of make the whatever you can, week, Charlie. All right, perfect. So next, um, clean sweep. Um, when if you just want to give an update of like your transition reasons and that. Yeah, of course, of course. So I did add to that. No, unfortunately, I cannot chair the clean sweep committee. Um, just between pride and the other things I have to do with my grantees, I don't have the time. Also, I realized that when they're setting up their meetings and kind of planning, I'm not available. The meetings are usually during the week at 10 a.m., which is when I'm at work. And as understanding as my job is, I cannot ask them to take an hour away to do this. So I don't want to, you know, shortchange the project. So I won't be able to chair it any longer. Thank you for that update. Of course. We are going to be meeting this Wednesday at 10 a.m. Um, is there another, like, I'm not sure, Victor, if you're available to hop on um, or another council person available to, to listen in with me? I will be on it, but I would like another council person there. If, if, if I'm available, if, available. If, if someone else comes up and you want them, by all means, but I am available. Um, it's this Wednesday at 10. And it'll be via Zoom. And it's a Zoom meeting for the clean sweep. For just for the subcommittee? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Jenna, where is that meeting? Zoom. Yeah. So it's just hop on a computer. Um, so Melissa has met with um just a, a slight update. Melissa has met with um some stakeholders in the city and they did identify a date that would work. Um but we're gonna finalize it, finalize it this Wednesday um, to make sure that there is no conflicts because we're looking at the holidays and we're trying to reduce cost. So if we could coordinate with the city, that would be the best weekend to do it. So um, I knew you were gonna ask that and then I gotta get the email. I'm, I'm gonna, I know I'm trying to be very vague. We're gonna come, we're gonna confirm it this Wednesday um, here. April 29th. Okay. I believe that's the date. Yep. That's the Saturday. But it also lands on the rededication day um, that I know Chloe was planning. So that's why there's conversations. Um, maybe how we can incorporate that with <laughs> Craig, you're calling me, you're right here. Um, incorporate that with me, perhaps this cleanup day as well. Dedication. Rededication day, 150 rededication day. Um, is also planning to be on that day. 
We would also, we have interstate donating a 30 yard dumpster for large items, which is what I've been wanting. Um, so I'm really happy uh, to hear that. And I will update more next. Okay. I do have one update, I'm sorry. I did speak to my employer over at Wayfinders and they would like to know what they can donate. I would also like to set up a team to come help clean. So I'll get okay. more details on that. I'll let you guys know. Okay, so would it be helpful if um, when we meet next, because usually we, we'll start discussing supplies, um, what could be donated, like gloves or, or things like that, trash bags? That would be great. If get like a list of things that, we, that you guys can do for donations. Yeah, that's usually what we use for cleanup. So um, that's an easy donation, trash bags for sure. Awesome. Um, yellow bags we have gifted to all the volunteers um, as well for showing up. Um, but yes, I will send that to you, Juan. Thank you. Thank you. I have like three boxes of bags from the first one in my cellar still. Yeah, so if you had a team and you still had your bags, I still have stuff. So like reuse them. Let yeah. me know where your inventory so that I know if you're going to do another team, what you have. I do not have the same glove resources as last year, unfortunately. Oh. Unfortunately? Unfortunately. You don't, you said? I don't. Oh, I no. know. PPP I know was going out there like crazy for after school programs. Oh, so. it was a beautiful yeah. donation last year. Sorry. Right. I mean, hopefully I open more than. Well, once we get an Amazon link, <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. All right. So, donation to one. All right. Thank you. The next subcommittee, um, Chickabee TV. Deb, take it away. Chickabee TV is forging right ahead. We have a beautiful set. Johnny, are there any pictures online on Facebook of our beautiful set? Lisa, did you get to see our beautiful set? Yeah, Do you I like it? Pictures, I love that oh, good. We match Johnny dresses to match the set every every month, so that's special. <laughs> <laughs> No, just today. Um, and we just had a couple of really good guests this morning. So, and they were they were very expressed with our with our, our set and stuff. So we used we used uh, we used last year's monies that was just sitting there to buy. Um, we bought a couch and three um, tables, and Chickabee TV went in with us and bought two chairs to match the couches. So, and then. We bought a bunch of nice little accents and pillows and bookends and flowers and things to just kind of home, you know, just kind of class it up. So it's looking really good. And the, and Johnny continues to network a lot of interesting, fabulous content and guests. So we're doing good. And to be clear, those monies were allocated to Chickapoo TV. They just had not been used during the year. So you decided to use it to buy furniture. <laughs> yes, that's correct. It's not like money that was sitting there. Right. For no, that's that. correct. There was a, that's it was, a, it was money delegated to the subcommittee that had to be used. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Could you could you speak in the mic there, Johnny, so that Juan on Zoom can hear you? And it should turn on if it is it. Probably not. Now it is. Um, as part of the services that we provide for the Chigabee Cultural Council, which is announcing some of the events and things like that. So we have done a few PSAs in the past, whether it's for Pride or the Clean Sweep. So if we can get information once you have it on the grantee reception on the Clean Sweep, we'd be glad to do a PSA as we've done in the past. Um, but also if since this year, 
you seem to have a very organized way of tracking the grants, the grantees, the events and dates. If we are able to get that list, or at least me, because I don't have it, it, that has it, we could possibly use our time on the air to also advertise the grantees event as they're coming up. So just wanted to mention that. Okay, thank you. So yeah, Deb, you have access to those dates? Oh, off the spreadsheet? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll try and make up maybe by a month because we, we have programs every month. So just we can do it by a month and then we can even kind of maybe do whatever you want. We could, we could take a picture of, you know, the camera can work on that. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. All right, so I'm just going to put it up. No publicity. Okay, so last but certainly not least, our final subcommittee, um, Pride. And we do have two visitors um, I want to acknowledge here in the room. Um, if you want to speak, when you want to speak, um, please use a microphone. Actually, I would love for you to just introduce yourselves real quick so that folks know who are in the room. Um, that would be great. Either of the microphones. <laughs> Good evening. I'm Chloe Soto, Communications and Special Projects Manager for the City, uh, former committee member of the Pride Committee. Thank you. Chloe Soto's in attendance. Uh, my name is Emery uh, Daniel Leatherwood, uh, a longtime Chickabee resident, lover of the arts, and just Really excited. Do you want to mention you're interested in? Uh, my interest uh, to the Pride Fest uh, as a member of the LGBTQ community, uh, the first Pride Fest that the Cultural Council in the city put on was a beacon of hope and light and acceptance that this city desperately needed. And I'm just hoping to be part of that light. I appreciate you. Thank you. Can I give an update on what the okay. project has been doing? Yeah. Dear Council, dear Council, I would like to report that our the CCC's sub pride committee has been very productive and proactive. We have confirmed Zot Park, that was Chloe's choice. Drag Queens, Juan has a beautiful list of those. We have at least one liquor vendor, the mayor's mayor's suggestion. And the mayor is aware and likes that guy. He's already through the city, so he's got a lot of good going for him. Juan has provided us with a comprehensive spreadsheet of Hoyos last year's pride, including vendors, supporters, media, food trucks, will help us make over our own. We have had two Zoom meeting, two Zoom committee meetings, and we have had one Zoom meeting with Ben from Parks and Rec. I surely felt we were on that we were working together as a committee based collaborative, consensus-based collaborative with success. I still haven't heard from the MCC with regards to whether or not we have received the, the $2,500 grant from them. That is supposed to be in February, so maybe I'll give to Mathia a little heads up and ask her what's going on with that. That's okay. it. Thank you for that. Um, so, this is on the agenda, um, special visitor Chloe, because we have received a resignation letter from um, her 
being a part of the subcommittee, the private subcommittee. And I'm not sure, Chloe, if you'd like to speak on that. Um, so while committee member Sutherland believes that this has been a collaborative effort, it has been nothing but. All decisions have been unilateral and hers alone. While she is good at listening, she is not good at hearing. She has decided to make this pride event heavily laden with stereotypes of the LGBT community, of which I am a member. Um, I can't even imagine, I think it was over 10 times that the word alcohol was mentioned at our last meeting. Um, it's an, a hard push to have alcohol at this event when the reality is, is what my, I envisioned is a family friendly event where everybody's invited and nobody is stepping out of line because of alcohol reasons. Secondly, my concern is that, yes, getting to Park as she mentioned, she said it was my choice. Again, that's not about a collaborative effort. It was a suggestion and then it was turned into my choice, which is what I had problems with. Um, there's difficulty communicating with her and it feels like it is her way and it is the only way. Um, I have planned festivals for many years. I have been deeply involved in my community um, since the age of 16 and I'm 50 years old to this date. So to have a cis, white, straight woman try to lead an event and lean into so many stereotypical tropes is very, very upsetting, right? There's enough that is that is latched on to the LGBT community without having to add to it, right? When we speak about Chicopee, this is an event that is highly, um, it's, it isn't highly visited by Chicopeans, right? It's not an event, but it's something that we want to change and we want to make it friendly for everyone. We want people to walk away from this event and say, wow, this was an amazing event. Not, wow, how messy is this? So that's my concern. It's the image that it portrays for LGBTQ people, right? When we lean into this, into this ideology of alcohol and party, 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 it takes away from my community because we're more than that. It's almost as if it's a, just a tad bit ageist. Um, it feels like one of the suggestions was to bring in junior committee members, to bring young uh, students from the GSA um, in the high schools here of Chicopee. That was never, it was never revisited. It was never spoken about. There has to be a, a space for young LGBTQ people as well to have a voice in events like this. It's important. Representation matters. As a trans woman, representation for me matters most of all because in my community, um, we don't live past the age of 35, right? That's the demographic for trans women of color. When I addressed the, when there was this adamant push for a parade, I'm a public relations and communications professional. And what doesn't look good in optics is 10 people walking down the street and spending over thousands of dollars to close down a street for 10 people. A procession I can understand, I wasn't against that, uh, that could happen in the park. But again, it wasn't a collaborative effort. There were decisions being made. There was listening, but there wasn't hearing. And that was what my issue was. And that's why I felt it was in my best interest to step down at this point, because I wouldn't, as it's going right now, I wouldn't attach my name to this event. I appreciate your your candor and your passion and um, bringing up these issues. I do want to make it clear that we aren't creating an environment where we're pointing fingers at any one person. 
them. I want to make that clear. Chloe has an issue though with you, so that is I'd up like there. To have a chance so, to address some of it. Yes, at some point. and I I want to open up dialogue to all the committee members, and I also want to preface um, that your chairing was a vote from the council, which two of them are also on the committee, and. Last month, I did because knowing that other people were wanting to join soon, and I, I figured in February, we were probably going to get an influx of volunteers on there um, wanting to hold off a vote just to make it everybody aware of who was on the committee, who was willing to chair. Um, but Deb has been on the Pride Committee for the past two years and the only council person that had capacity to do chairing. So that is how she has the role. So I just want to make that clear for all folks who are considering joining the committee and why Deb is chair. Um, the council had voted for that and last month. Um, and to acknowledge who is on Pride, just to make it clear on the committee here, uh, we have Juan, we have Ashton, we have Deb, we have Johnny, and we had yourself previously. So those are the folks who've had experience in these two meetings in the room. And those are the folks that I'm going to give space to right now to share um, their experience so far. And I, again, um, if we can refer to our statements as I have, I feel, or I've experienced versus targeting any one person, even if it may be one person on there, we can still get the gist of what is going on and make amends on how to move forward as a group. Does that sound good? Okay. All right. So Deb, I will give you space. So Ashton, Juan, Johnny, if either of you three would like to speak um, on your experience on the Pride Committee, and I do also welcome solutions. So if you've had a problem, if you're witness and you don't feel it's collaborative, like what do you feel would be a good solution as well? So one of my first thoughts was with this conflict and having differences of opinions on how the event should be and having thought that we should do two days, one for a flag raising and one for the festival in the park, maybe it would be best to separate those two. And if we, if Chloe would be nice to come back, focus more on the educational aspect, the stuff that would happen at city hall and the more event party aspect could be uh, Deb and Johnny. That way we can each do our own ideas with the same want to support the pride, the LGBTQ community. Okay, I appreciate that suggestion. And I also want to say that I think both days devote do deserve the devotion of education on there. I also want to take responsibility. <laughs> I, I, I was supposed to reach out to the school GSAs and I haven't. Okay, so one of the reasons the GSAs have not been, because that was a conversation we had in January. We were really excited to invite the youth in there. Um, so please add that to your to-do list to really invite them um, and on there. So thank you for that, um, Juan or Johnny. Juan, could you tell me how you felt about the committees, the meetings that we had? I thought Johnny get it. Johnny want to go first. Do you want me to go? Doesn't matter. I'm already here. All right, okay. Johnny. And Johnny go first. First off, my name is Johnny Miranda. I am currently 
not an active voting council member. Um, not because I have not wanted to, but unfortunately, in order to renew membership, you need to have a physical address. And for the past year, I have been houseless. Um, so I currently do have an address now. So fortunately, I will be putting in my renewal as a member um, because I do have an address. So perhaps that's something to look into for the future. It's something that I didn't expect to go through, but there are so many other residents of Chicopee that are also houseless, and I would have never thought of that if I had not gone been in that position myself. But anyway, just explaining why I'm not a voting council member, but I am continuing to volunteer in the cultural council um, in many other projects. So in terms of pride, I am very passionate about pride. Um, you know, it is a project that as an LGBTQ individual, I pushed for uh, while I was chair to make it happen. And I had the support of the entire council and we worked together to make it happen first year, second year. We've made choices based on our budget in the past. We made choices of to be indoors in a small venue because you precisely didn't have money or capacity for a big event at a park and things like that. So throughout the years, we've worked with our budgets, with our capacity to make it happen. Um, so I am very passionate about this particular event. Um, I understand that at times individuals in a committee, whether it's this one or others, may feel that they're not heard or that things are being done um, in a way that it's not necessarily the way they would do it. Um, and, and, and I understand that. And I think that communication is very important. It took me as a surprise when Chloe sent the email because um, if there was a conflict or there was a difference of opinion, I would I would have appreciated or I would have thought that maybe we should I, I would bring it up to the chair first and have a discussion with the chair first and see what we can do as a committee if someone is feeling uh, left out or not included. I think that that we skipped that one step of bringing this issue and trying to resolve it within the subcommittee. Um, so that for, that for one. The other thing is that I I have worked with Deb in many projects in the past, and I can understand that Deb may be a little bit hoggy. I can understand that Deb is a very is, has a strong character, but I never see it coming from a bad side. It's just wisdom and experience has a weight, and you know Deb has not been organizing events since yesterday, or you know it's been for years. So there are things also that we bring up in the committee that are not necessarily things that are being currently discussed, but there are things that we have talked about in the past. For example, we've talked in the past about incorporating youth. So if we say in the committee, we want to bring youth, it doesn't mean that we are imposing that. It's something that I know we've discussed in the past and it's being brought to the attention so we could do it. Um, the parade, for example, uh, I didn't think that having a parade was up for discussion. I thought the parade is happening. I think that's how the language in the grant was, but it seemed, there seemed to be opposition to it, which is okay to bring that up for discussion um, uh, and, and have that group discussion. But with all with with all due respect, when 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 we brought that up for discussion instead of there being an open conversation 
um, the response was, nope, I don't want a parade and you're not going to convince me. I wish it was recorded. When we were talking about it. You also said a couple of times, Chloe, remember, I think you might have been in a good mood and you were just saying, oh, you can't convince me. Nope, you can't convince me. No more, no more, no more. I feel so. Can we let Johnny finish and then I can go, please? But then we have a meeting to address that and discuss it. And you weren't there. So we discussed it. You weren't present, but we discussed it. And the committee agreed. And I think that you got upset at that. So in that meeting? There were three out of four members. And okay. it was discussed. Four out of five members. Four out of five members Not were members present. Attendance. OK. Um, and again, I don't want this to feel in any way uncomfortable, but when it is a committee that I feel very strongly about, I am going to speak up. And when it's when I see things that are not, you know, that that are being taken out of context or out of proportion, I am going to speak up. I understand that the committee needs to have a consensus when we do things. I mean, this is not the first committee that we've worked on. However, um, I think that because there is, uh, I appreciate, you don't know how much I appreciate that we have or that we had a city hall representative in the committee. That's super helpful. That is very, very helpful. However, I wouldn't want that having a, a, a committee member that is also a city employee. I don't, I, I don't want that to open the doors for possible conflict of interest. And I'll explain. I mean, I know that this is a cultural council event. I don't know how blurry the lines between it being a, count, a cultural council event versus being a city event. I don't know where the line, we, it can be a little bit blurry. It is a cultural council event and Chloe's allowed to volunteer on the subcommittee yeah. as such. And if there was any postings or anything, um, we have done always a flag raising as a joint endeavor. Yes with the city so it's always had both the city logo and ourselves the pride event has always been ours and if there was going to be anything else you would know that as the mm -hmm. subcommittee because that would have been voted on and it would be part of the publicity for it so and so um that yeah it well What does that mean, Chloe? I'm sorry, Chloe. I can't hear. I can't hear you. Chloe, Chloe's Juan can't hear you because of the mic, but I'm gonna so I'm gonna just repeat that Chloe's saying that um she talked to the mayor and the mayor says that this falls under a city event because the cultural council is a city entity, which is true. However, um we have never branded our events as a city event. Like there's some clarity between our events and the city um, joint yeah. event. Yes, we are a city entity um, on there. I think I think that I just hit the nail because that I think is where all of this, the discrepancies arise from. And it is the perception of we're being defensive and working this and protecting it as a cultural council event while 
the perception, as Chloe just stated, because of the mayor's input or letting her know this is a city event, she is working and producing it from the perspective of this is one of the events that the city's planning. And obviously, it feels that way because she is using her work time to uh, perform this, right? So so it gets confusing whether is it is she a volunteer or is she a paid employee from the city working in this particular event? So because that line is very blurry and because we are not certain of like, okay, Chloe did speak about, oh yeah, and I will be sending out press releases and uh, making some posts. I asked, can we see, we asked, can we see those posts before they go out? And Chloe was a little bit defensive about that because that's her job. So. Exactly. And I don't want to, we don't want to overstep, but I think that because the lines are blurry. I'm going to pause this for, so I'm going to pause this just for a moment, just to get some clarity. So what I'm hearing is that your role on this subcommittee wasn't clear to everyone, whether or not you were here as a city capacity or as a volunteer. And so when, as a volunteer, if you were to write up a publicity post to share, the subcommittee would ask, what are you typing up? And you would then send it to the city, right? Then you would put it to your city role to, pu to publicize, saying the Culture Council is having this event, this is the publicity, and you would then publicize it. But if you're in a city official, then you're like, this is my role, I do publicity, you, that is an overstep because this is my role on the council, on the subcommittee for the city. So. And. Right. Right. So as the person posting it, I'm just wanting to clarity, like, cause I don't think there still was yeah. this clarity for me too, like what your role is, but as a personal perspective, like I see that if you were Chloe volunteer, they would want to see it. Yes. They don't have the right. They could be like, Oh, please add this. And you could say, yeah, maybe not or whatever. And then as Chloe, the city communicator, you would then go, you know what? I don't really like this wording. I, cause you do have final say on what gets put on the city site on there, but you would work with the committee going this, can I change this? I, I want to, you know, like, so I think step one is that clarity of like, what role were you showing up as so that we can understand like, what are the steps? So if you were a city employee as a, so using working hours, but I don't think that was clear for me. All right. No. Yeah, cause Juan can't hear you. So he's only hearing my side of this, the, the, the Zoom. And Juan, I am gonna give you space to speak. So I apologize, it's got a little longer for the clear. Okay. Chloe, it wasn't clear to me. Every time I, I asked things you. Things were not clear to you. And, and, and here I am to try to clarify them for you. And I, Good, again, let's do that. There were comments that were made that were inappropriate and they were sexual in nature that I did not appreciate. There was a lack, there was a lack of what? respect for the expertise. Excuse me, ma'am. When you said, can we meet in person so we can rub skins? How was I supposed to take that? 
I was highly offended I, by I that. I thought comment. I said be in each other's presence. No, you said so we could touch skins, ma'am. It's etched in my brain. So yes, it was disrespectful. It was also disrespectful to take the skill set that was given to you and, and underappreciate it, questioning everything. We are all experts in our perspective fields. And for you to demean that and make us feel less than, I'm sorry, it was very inappropriate. So Chloe, I invited you just to the microphone to just clarify your role so that Juan could hear what your that response is too. So if you could do that for him. Thank you, just if you can pick up a... I clarify. I, I came to this as a city employee planning a city event. Thank you so much. All right, Juan, I'm gonna give you space um, to share your your thoughts and perspective. Uh, let's see. What, what 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 can I add that hasn't been added? Um, I'm somewhat neutral in this situation. Um, I work with a lot of different personalities. I've worked with a lot of strong personalities. I'm a strong personality, you know. So I, I, I don't take into offense, you know, people who um who who are passionate about what they do. I'm passionate about things that I'm passionate about. I completely understand that. I do think that there were. A couple of things I think can be better, in my opinion, uh, is the structure of the meetings to be a little better. I find them to be a little bit too um, everything all at once, kind of being thrown at you, and it's overwhelming. Um, I also realized, noticed in the um, communication between um, Ms. Soto and Deb and um, just the Pride Committee and, 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 and Ms. Soto, that there seemed to be some underlying tension in the emails, right? Like, even though they were worded kind of back and forth, there were moments where I was like, does the chair have a problem with the city employee? Does the city employee have a problem with the chair? So I think, um, yeah, on my end, I, I can very much see it without it being said. Um, At the last meeting, there were moments that were very um, cringeworthy for me. There were some things said by the chair that I also found offensive. Um. And I can see why Chloe would have found them offensive. I, I don't think that the chair was malicious in their intent of the wording. But yeah, that would be my intake in terms of um the parade. We did discuss it. I I, I was more on uh, Miss Soto's side. I didn't think that a parade on the street would be a good idea. That's when I suggested the idea to do a mid midday parade when there's already people in the park and do kind of like a, you know, uh, a walk around the park, we present everybody and kind of do a parade like that, as opposed to trying to get people to show up. Um, the committee agreed to that. That was my way of trying to kind of um mediate the situation, right? Because we had one side that didn't want the parade, one side that did. I I, I try to be somebody who finds common ground, tries to find um neutrality in the moments. Um, when Chloe sent her letter, I wasn't surprised. Because, again, there were moments that I did find a little bit offensive. There were some things said that I found, had if it had been said to me, I would have been upset. Um, yeah, I, I could tell that um, when well, when Ms. Soto entered the meeting, there had already been some frustration, underlying frustration in the um, communication and the planning between the chair and Ms. Soto. And it was very apparent in the meeting that that tension was there by the way that they communicated with one another. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. And I do wanna um, 
as the chair of the cultural council, formally apologize to everyone who um, felt offended or uncomfortable during any part of the subcommittee, even though I was not there to witness it or, or to combat it. I'm feeling and hearing that it has happened. There are moments that it has happened. And even if it was mildly so, I don't want any of our subcommittees to have that at all, okay? So I do apologize to all you members of the subcommittee for um, experiencing in between each other and in that space, okay? Now, Deb, I'm gonna give you time to speak because you have not spoken on yours, but then I am gonna come back. So whatever you're saying, I'm gonna bring it back to me and, and bring the group together again, okay? I would like to apologize myself for making anybody uncomfortable. There, I had no intent to do that. And sometimes I'm a little careless because I'm always after the joke and I apologize for that. I certainly didn't mean to offend anybody and I'm very sorry, I'm very sorry. I never meant to do that. Um, Chloe, the liquor thing, I don't mean that to be disparaging in any way at all. I'm only going by the last two years where we served liquor. I was just, I was just imitating the other two years because a lot of people had drinks and I thought it was something that the crowd wanted. I certainly didn't mean it in any disparaging way. Nothing. There's zero disparaging there. And the parade, the day you said, I'm against a parade when we were having Ben, when meeting with Ben at the end of when Ben had gone and we were having that quick little bit at the end, I said on that, can we have it in the park? I gave it up like that. I gave the street parade up instantly. I didn't pound that into the ground at all. I think I sent you a text that said, can you clarify, are you okay with the parade in the park? And you said, we'll talk about it on Monday. And I said, okay. So I'm, I'm sorry. I guess that's where I'm going to just leave it. I'm, I'm very sorry. Thank you. Um, I'm also hearing that there have been assumptions because of previous prides. And I, I know I personally tried to express that I didn't want that to happen, that this was a new year new committee and I really wanted the new voices to play a role in just using our experiences from past prides as you know just resource but not as say and I'm curious to know was there any votes on the liquor no absolutely nothing I think that I think this is right Chloe right the only so thing we have in cement is the place voted on okay so there. all of this is still malleable all of this is still can be collaborative. And intentionally, intentionally, it's malleable. I, I appreciate that. But the, also when these things are brought up as chair, there is a responsibility to have the dialogue. And as long as there's the whole committee um, or the quorum, a vote so that it is clear how many people are in support of what is being done before any like assumptions loaded onto the next month. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I also wanted to take um, inventory uh, and I hate to call everyone out and I hate to do this, but I think it's necessary. How many folks feel comfortable with um, Deb remaining as chair of the committee? Okay. So um, I wanted to, to ask that. 
for the, the current committee members. And obviously, if the, the answer is no, if there was someone willing to step up as chair, not assuming it's no, I'm just throwing that out there. So um, I'd like to go to each person again, starting with Ashton, no pressure, but pressure. Um, how do you feel about that? I think a new chair would have been good from the start. That way we could start fresh with a whole new committee. And I think that a chair should have been chosen with the committee already full, formed and within the committee, not the council itself. Okay, thank you. Um, Johnny, since you're on the mic. Well, um, yeah, um, usually we traditionally have chosen a chair before we institute when we institute the committee. Um, so that's a, a, a great suggestion um, for the future. Um, I am in favor. I am okay with Deb as chair. Um, I would say more, but I think that's what you're asking at the moment. That's all. Thank you. Um, Juan, I'll go to you next. Um, I agree with Aston's opinion that it may have been better to have the committee form and then pick a chair based, you know, with the committee members there. You know, whoever wanted to kind of um step up could step up, you know, and the committee could have made a decision that way. With that said, I'm okay with Deb remaining chair because she does have the experience from the past two years. I would hate to have her, you know, um step down and kind of not have someone try to chair chair without getting the experience from Deb. I would ask Deb that maybe she shares some of her knowledge and skill set with the other committee members so that in the future, if one of us does decide to step up, we have the opportunity and I'm kind of just walking into something right uh, blindly. I hear you. Uh-huh. I will. I agree with Ashton. I think that a new committee chair should be chosen. I think that a co the committee should be put together and there should be more members so that more voices, fresh voices can be heard. Um, I have looked at video of the past events and while mind you, they're in a pandemic. I know. Remember so I, again, so I'm trying I am working on the kindness of my heart to be as kind as possible, right? My plan was to knock this out the park and get the same attendance that we got for Spooktacular, right? Um, but unfortunately, I I got met with that wall. So again, my suggestion would be a larger committee that would also be made up of students from Chicopee High and Chicopee Comp um, and a fresh voice, someone new, someone fresh. Experience doesn't mean that you've got it down pat, right? Like, it just doesn't mean that. Um, but I think that it, the committee would be well served by a new chair um, and by a larger committee. So I would not oppose to a larger committee. Um, everyone who knows me, yes, please join a committee, volunteer. We have somebody luckily gets to hear everything about this committee. So I'm glad you're here. You know, that way you know what you're entering. Um, we're not hiding anything um, and we want you to be informed. Um, but just to clarify, we had to chair this so we could get started. Um, from our perspective, like Johnny says, we have historically assigned chairs going do the work. Um, and I did try to postpone it till February, but I got voted out from here. But it, the members on the subcommittee, though, it does seem like there's a majority 
that want to have an internal vote of a new or just an, a vote for chair. It doesn't necessarily that mean that there will be a new one. It just they want to be a part of the process. My son suggested that the adult mature thing would be to do to step down. I'm stepping down. Okay. So stepping down in chair does not mean you have to step off the committee. If you're you got that off. right, I'm going to do the decor. Okay. All right. So just to clarify, that is a role. So we. I realized through all of this, all of this heartache an insult that the reason I'm doing this is so I can do the decor. And that seemed like a far, far road at one point to me. Okay. So that being said, I do want to clarify if there is a next meeting date established because that is part of the role of the chair. And if, all right, have you been meeting on a certain day or time, those twos? We've been meeting so far twice a month. Mondays at 6.30, and we've only, just so that you know, all of this stuff has happened in just two meetings. So we expect, we expect obviously, to bring things up for discussion. We expect to vote on things. We've only had two meetings. Two. So because there is no chair, um, de facto, me, um, for right now, uh, to establish this next meeting, um, if Mondays at 6.30 works, because I have majority of the committee here, um, if there's any opposition to a Monday at 6.30 being the next meeting date and establishing that today, please let me know. And Chloe, I also want to clarify whether or not this persuades your resignation from the committee. No, I'll stay on board if we have a new chair. Absolutely. And I'll actively look for other committee members. That's okay. not a problem. I already have all the um, email info for the GSAs for uh, all the schools here in Chicopee. Um, I've already started an email chain, so that's something that I've already been on. Um, so I won't stop working hard for this committee. I I believe I just have a difference of opinion of what pride means. Right. right? To me, it's not just about partying. It's about it's about over 150 bills that have been placed against the LGBTQIA community as of January. It's about trans death. It's about so much more. It's about taking pride in who we are and stepping into our ourselves. Right. It's not just about a party. And I think that's where we differed as far as the vision for this event was concerned. Yeah, thank you. So that being said, um, I'd love everyone to just look at their calendars um, to see. And your last meeting, to be clear, was that Monday the 6th? We have one We have one um, scheduled for- The last one was the 6th, yep. For the 20th. Okay, so every other week we're looking like it's bi-weekly. So there is one scheduled. Um, so February 20th, 6.30, does that work for the committee members? Yes. Yeah. So it, it should work. Okay. Um, I'm also going to put on the agenda for this meeting, which should have, in my opinion, happened on the first two meetings. One of the first two meetings is a visioning, um, a proper visioning of what folks would like on this event. Yes, Ashton. Uh, February 20th is President's Day. I don't know if that affects anything with that. Yeah, it is President's Day. Oh, is that next Monday? Next Monday, City Hall's closed. Yeah, City Hall is closed, but you do Zoom meetings. Um, yes. So it would be via Zoom. 
if anybody opposes the 20th, otherwise the 27th would be the following. I don't think it really matters for the school, for the kids. Um, also, the 27th would give another week for recruitment. That is another pro for postponing it to that week. So it's not on a holiday. We have time to reach out to the GSAs and youth and other members um, to join and be a part of this new restart of the committee. How I think the 27th would work. It gives me an opportunity to start uh, reaching out to a few people. So just, just, I just, I just want clarification because I don't want the similar problems or the similar situations that have been occurring to continue happening. So right now we don't have a chair, mm -hmm. um, and we are meeting in two weeks. Two weeks to vote. However, in the in the next two weeks, some of us. Uh, as Chloe just mentioned, we'll be reaching out to people. We're, we will be emailing stuff. We'll be doing things. Um, up to what point is that something that I that I would do in like my personal? Like I don't know what the the confusion is, Johnny. So it's outreach that's happening yes. for two weeks. Yes, inviting whomever you want in the city that would like to be a part of the Pride Committee. Okay, and then on the twenty seventh, there will be a meeting, and a chair will be elected from that body of okay. whomever is there. That makes sense. Okay. All right. So I'm moving that meeting from the 20th to the 27th, 6:30. On the agenda is the first on the agenda is voting for chair. So in your outreach, if you do have experience, folks, I personally a chair has always been from the cultural council. That way they could report back. But it, I am more than happy to have a chair that can communicate clearly and report consistently to the council. So as long as that's made clear in the vote that whomever takes this role, because they could have experience in other committees and you'll, you all are voting. So you this is your decision. As long as it's clear that they have to either attend our Zoom meetings, which is the second Tuesday of every month or send a detailed report before the second Tuesday of every month. Does that, does that sound clear to everyone? Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Does Chloe, if she comes as a city representative, does that change any balance of her voting and stuff like that in the meetings? It shouldn't change her balance of okay. voting. Everybody one vote, one person. Okay. Yes. Um, I yeah. think that's where she might have begun to hate me. Ma'am, let's be very clear. I do not hate you. I do not despise you. Nothing like that. That is not within my nature. And I resent that remark. Apologize again. That is not it, in it my feels, nature. It feels like it. Well, ma'am, you are entitled to your feelings, but that is not what is going on here. And I resent that remark. I'm Can sorry. I tell you, I have been beaten. I have been shot. There have been so many things that have happened to me as a trans woman and you're going to come up in here and think that I hate you, I could hate, I should hate the world. And here I am loving it and doing a good job at it. I'm sorry. I can't, I, I don't, don't. No, it isn't because I just, I don't, I don't know who I'm talking to. 
right. See, these things are, are counterproductive for the objective of the committee. And oh, it's I'm intimidating sorry. as well. But also the comment is yeah. she used the word hate. Yeah, but you didn't say that. Okay, well, we can discuss this afterwards. I don't want to spend more time on semantics. Yeah. And that's a whole other discussion. So There's we're in agreement. One last thing, please. Because okay. It's, this is very, very important. Again, with the blurry line of this being a cultural council event and a city mm -hmm. and a city event, it does it does seem, mm -hmm. by all means, it does seem like there is a city uh, influence. Like the city is present. That Chloe is undeniable. Admitted. Yeah. She is under a city role. That's, and not and a that's what chair. I, that's why that's where I want to get to. I would like like there are many pride events organized around the world. And I would be very weary and very skeptical when it is the a political entity organizing a pride event. Well, we I know that it's the cultural It is council, not a political entity. It but is, you know how things is, can be politicized? And right now we're opening doors and, that we might not be able to close. And Johnny just it's election a, season. Just right after the committee, you all as a collective yeah. get to vote. I understand. Everybody has one vote. So the messaging that goes out comes from your body. And I understand so that. This one person is not going to be able to change whatever the collective I agrees that. on. I just, because, so because this the, is a very important event to me, that the, the only reason I'm bringing up my fear of a city takeover is, is because, because of that. Just because it can, this event can be politicized. We have in the past rejected politicians from attending yeah. the event because we don't want it politicized. And we don't know if, I, I again, I really love the fact that Chloe is in this committee, but I don't under, I don't, the line is blurry when things are coming from Chloe, the activist, or when things are coming from Chloe, the city employee, because is she speaking on her behalf or is she speaking on behalf of the mayor? And, I, and that and I is what I'm wary of. Well, at no point did she say, you know, on behalf of the city. So I believe she was speaking for herself. You know, if she did say, you know, on behalf of the mayor's office, or on behalf of the city of Chicopee, then I would be worried. But I think that um she's smart enough to know the, the, the line that you don't cross there, right? Me, as a former president of a few different boards, I very much understood that as well, which is that, right, when I go out and I say something, I have to be very clear that it's not on behalf of the agency. It's on my behalf. And I think that she was clear in that. I also, um, coming from Holyoke and having been on Holyoke Pride, we did have city councilors and city officials involved. At no point in time did it feel like a takeover. It felt more like a help. It's nice to have the city's the city's um, you know, assets and connections to make the pride better. You know, that that's my opinion. I don't think that um, I feel that there is any vote that includes the city. You know. We can talk about at that point in time conflict of interest. You know, perhaps we shouldn't vote on things in relation to like city wise. But other than that, I don't think that there's a real blurred line. It's a Chickabee Cultural Council event. We have a city employee volunteer, you know, assisting in that. Thank my thought. Be clear, you all have votes, and I want to be seeing you voting on these decisions. Like 
um, when it comes to, and, and questioning. If, if the line is blurred in that moment, that is the moment to say, what hat are you wearing right now? You know, is this something that the city wants or something you want? And you have that autonomy as individual members to present that if the concern arises, but I don't see it being a concern. Like Juan said, it is something that like you also admitted, it is helpful it to is. have someone it in is. the city here and other cities do have political members in there. And yes, we made it clear we weren't doing political figures at Pride, but again, that's a vote. Every year is a new committee, it's a new vision, it, and that can be talked about on, on the next meeting. Where those lines are. Now, one last question, and I promise I'll go. Are we, as a committee, planning for the three part component that was written into the grant language, or is that something that the subcommittee is also going to vote on? Will we have an educational panel, which I think that in consensus we agreed? Will we have the Pride Fest, which I think in consensus we agreed? Will we have a parade, which is perhaps where the conflict is? Again, it's written in the language. I know that grants change all the time, but knowing ahead of time, for example, I can- Well, that's, that, we, that, we should have been into, the, we, that should have been talked about yeah, well, in we the jumped, subcommittee clearly. We jumped into the committee knowing beforehand, right? My, no, I think you because knew. I did, because of the that grant language. Knew, yeah. Not everybody else do. And that's where the problem is. Yeah. These assumptions that everybody's starting off on the same base. And we need to, on next meeting, we need to now make sure everybody knows why maybe certain decisions are being made because of this grant, you know, clarifying what's being expected because what was submitted. And I think you have all agreed on the parade adjustment, right? Yeah. And the park. So I think all three elements are there, but Johnny, you bring up a good point that on the next meeting, it needs to be declared as to why these three elements are being supported um, and being pursued because they were written in the grant. Well, thank you so much, the Cultural Council, for giving me the space to talk, and I'll continue my work um, as a volunteer and hopefully as a member soon. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to close this unless anybody has anything else they'd like to add. I, I just want to remind people that Pride started as a political event, not the Pride in Chicopee, but pride started as a political event. So having a little bit of, yeah, as a political event, right? It started as a protest against the politics of the time. We had politicians the first year speak. We had, didn't the mayor come? The first year. The first year. And didn't we have another representative come and speak the first year? And last year we had politicians speak. Mm -hmm. So they have spoken. Um, we we just made sure that it wasn't political, right? Being, like they didn't have a right a lot of speaking, but those who wanted to march with us, those who wanted to attend, right. were able to. But there's always been a political component to pride. That's mm -hmm. never not so. Been Chloe's the case. presence is not changing that, yeah. right? And that's, we know that they, all the politicians that went there, we know that. If they you want to talk, can you please talk? Right. We know that.
Um, all right. So I'm sorry, Juan, uh, the rooms and the mic used. All right. We are moving on to the almost final thing of this agenda, I believe. Okay. So March next month, we are going to hold our council elections. These are the roles that are up for um, election, every single one of them, okay? We are going to be voting. And yes, we have some new folks on the council, but I want you all to understand that these roles can be seated by you, any of them. Um, some of us will be remaining on the council if we're stepping off of a role and can help support you off. And even if we're off the council, I'm sure there'll be additional support as a resource. Um, we, I know I've worked tremendously hard this past year to make the role easier, all these roles easier for all those folks who are stepping in. Um, and if there's any question, um, so I'm gonna read them out loud. So those uh, watching understand, we have chair, vice chair, secretary, treasurer, deputy treasurer, school liaison, and publicity lead. These were historically the roles that we've had on the council. Have they all been filled at once? Very rarely. Um, have we played multiple roles? Yes. Um, so to be clear, and we only have Ron, Charlie, Ashton, Deb, Mary, myself, Lisa, Victor, and John on the committee. So reading those names and reading those roles, understanding I am looking for folks to step up, okay? Um, I am not looking to be chair. I will be clear. I've done it for two years um, involuntarily. <laughs> but I've enjoyed it. I will say there have been moments that, you know, like I enjoyed the cultural council. That's why I'm on it. Um, and I took the role seriously. I was on here and I took it seriously, but I, I do want to be clear that I am not looking to serve because I may not be in the city and I don't want to step down mid-year. So if at least having a fresh start, that would be great. Um, is there any questions? about what certain roles mean, because some may sound unfamiliar to folks. This would be the time now. Or if you have any, or if you have any questions about what duties that role right. engenders. So for example, the chair chairs the meetings, sets the agenda, sends out the emails, um, liaisons with MCC the chair role. Um, the vice chair, which if we have, does the chair's duty when the chair can't do it. So um, chairs the meeting if the chair is unable to be there. Uh, and we'll make the agendas if the chair is away that week or sick or ill. So that's literally the duty of a vice chair. Secretary takes the minutes of the meeting, submits the meeting minutes to my the chair um, and should also post the meetings to the city, the public notice. So they send the agenda and that has to be done 48 hours in advance of the meeting. So that it's just a, it's a fax, right, Lisa? Yeah. You just send a fax um, that with the agenda attached and that's that. So it's literally taking the minutes, writing it up, 
submitting it to the chair and um, faxing the meeting uh, notice to the city. To the city. The treasurer, you want to talk about your role? Oh, nobody wants to hear me talk about treasurer anymore. <laughs> um, the treasurer's job is to submit the paperwork for grant reimbursement to the city and also any reimbursements that the members incur on behalf of the Cultural Council. They also help process the end of the year report, which is due in October-ish of every year, and um, answer any questions the grantees might have on their grants. They liaison with Treasury and auditing in City Hall to make sure that these things are done in as timely a fashion as possible. Uh, I stepped into this role as our previous treasurer was having difficulty with it, thinking honestly that I had enough time to do it, but it turns out I simply do not have neither the time nor the spoons to be treasurer. And uh, immediately remembered all of the reasons why I didn't, I wasn't treasurer the last time. Uh, it's not a difficult role, but it does take more time than I currently have, which is why uh, I am not going to step into the treasurer role next month. You're all going to have to vote somebody else in. It could easily be said it's the most difficult position on the board. It is the most difficult position on the board. I'm not going to lie. Um, and to be clear, though, we're now doing direct funding. Yep. So it is right. It is we have at which, Victor, to just clarify before, we would get grants, approve the grants. They would have their event and then we would have to chase down their paperwork and get receipts, get um, invoices, W-9s. All of this stuff, everything dotted, crossed, whatever, then submit it within the timely manner yep. to the city. Now, grants get applied. We said, yep, you get the money. They submit a letter going, yay, I got the money. Here's the mo where the money gets sent. So W9, we submit that to the city. They get the check, two pages. They get the check. Then at the end of their event, they send a final report. And any additional documents they may want to, but it's not required. And the nice and thing is they send those additional documents proving they held their event to the MCC and the MCC takes it from there. Right. So they go through the paperwork at the end of the year and see who had proof of their event and so didn't, didn't even and go to the treasurer the really. to go yeah. after the grantees who do not submit the paperwork to them. And there's a link on the MCC website. Once we submit this to the city, and all the paperwork is processed, we are done with our part of the treasurer. It is far easier than it has ever been. I uh, I can't even tell you how much easier it is. Treasurer going forward will be a far, far, far easier job. Again, I just don't have the time. And so the time, and I wanted to speak on that for those. What do you mean? The status of what specifically? No, they depend. Everything's rolling. If you submitted your, you and I are going to talk when. Yeah, we'll talk at the end. So I wanted to be clear: the treasurer, though, whomever takes that role, will have to have some availability during city hall time because that's when you drop off the paper, and access to our PO box, which is where it gets mailed in a PO box. So you need time in your schedule to be able to go to a PO box and go to city hall before it closes. What is the latest time the city hall is open? Uh, the city hall is open until five. Right. Okay. But yeah. you have to stay there when you drop off the paperwork because auditing would like to go over the paperwork with you. Just to make sure. But it's less paperwork. Right. Now. It's literally two papers. It's just, I just 
have the time to drop and run and I, you can't do that. Yeah. So uh, it's it's not that time consuming, but you do need an app. You need time before five o'clock to be able to go to the two departments, treasury and auditing because treasury is for the W-9 and auditing for, yay, I got the money paper. That's it. Right. Um, and there will be, there will be some transitional period because we are still using last year's, getting last year's grants. Yep. So this is the last time we are chasing down some receipts from the previous grant cycle. So I do want to be transparent about that. There is some of that. And I'm happy to help. I'm happy to answer questions. I'm happy to do back-end work if you need it. I don't have time to go to City Hall. And that is such a huge portion of this. Um, I just feel as though that is not the, I can't do this job in the way it needs to be done. And so I, I, I would prefer that somebody who can parse that time out, but I'm happy to sit down. I'm happy to go through paperwork with you. I'm happy to look at it all and answer any questions and do all of that stuff. I just, the city hall portion is, is something that I just can't make. And I don't feel that it's fair to not we do want, yeah, we do want our treasurer to have a relationship with City Hall. Yeah. So having that consistent. Just drop the paper off and auditing and treasury. For wait and auditing, go through the paperwork with auditing, answer any questions Sharon might have about grants that we have, reach out to the grantees who perhaps are missing something or didn't fill out their paperwork correctly, or when it's, when it's reimbursements against the Cultural Council you have to make sure you have all of your paperwork. You have to make sure it's filled out correctly. You bring it to Treasury. Tina and Treasury is, first of all, she's amazing. Amazing. Let me just state that up front. She's like fantastic. Um, she'll go through the paperwork, tell you what you need, tell you what you're missing. Um, as long as you have all of the paperwork correct, they'll take it from you there. So it's just, it's that, it's that time though, that interaction with the people in City Hall Getting all the paperwork at, together ahead of time is the easy part. Believe it or not, sifting through all of this is the easy part. And then we have to keep it, um, but we can't keep the W-9. So we have to have copies of everything for our records before it goes down, um, everything but the W-9s, because you can't keep people's you know, social security numbers on. That's a huge no-no, by the way. Um, so you just make a copy and this, you could use the city copier yeah. um, to make a copy for our records. So we have right. proof in case and we it have gets public misplaced. Yeah, and we have storage in the library. You have to also have time to go to the library and drop it off. But that can be done periodically. Right, because they're, and they're yeah. open a little bit later, so it's not so bad. Um, so it's, it's again, it's not, it, there's a lot of moving parts, but there are far less moving parts now than there have been in the past. Yeah, and the deputy treasurer, again, supports the treasurer. They usually sit down in case tag team makes it a little easier. Um, so maybe the deputy treasurer is the one that does the back end work and the treasurer is the one that brings it to city hall, you know, kind of thing like that. Um, they're the ones that will default for the second signature. So I've been defaulting as deputy treasurer. Yes. So, cause every documentation needs two council, um, person signatures. Um, and so it can't be the signature of the person who you're submitting the, the money for. Right. Which is also sometimes difficult. When it's just Jeanette and I, yeah. and we're trying to submit for reimbursement <laughs> and we can't sign the paperwork for our right. own money. Not that they approve it. Anyway. It's a rarity, but it happens when yeah. there's reimbursements. So that's deputy treasurer. School liaison is the role of um, doing outreach to the schools, trying to get youth engagement, um, maybe publicis publicizing their school events, if there's concerts, 
um, shows, things like that, that we can support as a cultural council, we want to know. So they're the person that is the go-to so that they have one face. Ashton's been doing it. Yep. So um, Ashton's been the liaison um, going forward. And then publicity lead. So someone who um, really maybe likes doing the flyering, likes writing up blurbs, wants to take, because we're going to have all the dates on our, on our grantees available, um, making sure there's scheduled posts on the Facebook or at least written up, ready to be publicized. Um, tracking down maybe the grantees going, hey, I see you have an event coming up. Do you have a flyer that we can sell, like share? Um, so that the publicity lead is the person to do that type of work. And also um, if we wanna make a press release, we're probably gonna lean on them. Um, and that's pretty much like that role. Um, and those are all the roles. And we also can vote into new roles if there is something that we're like, you know what, I feel like we need this role as a council. Next month is the time to bring that up as well. And I can't, and I wanna stress that I understand that this can be intimidating, that this can feel like overwhelming, this type of change. Um, but all of you are on this council for a reason, right? Um, you love arts, you love the community, you want this to succeed. We deliver so many grants to the city every year. And I know personally, we've mustered all of our energies during the pandemic to have this council survive. We did. So I wanna pat us all on the back for that. Um, those of us who've been through it when there was just literally four of us meeting to make sure grants were going through, to make sure meetings were happening and that people were getting the funding they need, especially the schools. I do have something to say. I wanna say, I've been dying to say this, that I cannot express how much heavy lifting you have done for us over the last two years and how ridiculously grateful I personally am for everything. How you've helped this council stay together over what have been two of the craziest years for everybody and that the council owes you a huge debt of gratitude we can never repay. All right, I want everybody to hear that. I appreciate you. Um, so I'm going to open up if there's any other new business that I did not address or folks want to present, if there's any events coming up or anything you want to add to next month's agenda. Uh, I'd like to acknowledge uh, the One Strong Community Programs monthly newsletter is out. I didn't get to say that during publicity. Um, these three Chicopee Comprehensive High School gentlemen are helping to further this nonprofit. It's one of the grants that were accepted during the season. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to really promote mentorship um, within the high schools and is a really needed and it's really needed right now with a lot of the behaviors and a lot of the incidents that seem to be growing. Um, so I just want to thank the cultural council and I do want to thank both Jeanette and Lisa uh, for kind of re-inspiring uh the energy to give back to the council it's been a difficult year for me personally but um honestly having you two in those leadership positions has forced me to kind of brave out some of these 
feelings I've had. So again, thank you for everything that you've done this year. Hearing no new business, no vote to adjourn. Anybody have a motion to adjourn? A motion to adjourn. <laughs> Ashen and Lisa, the notes. All right, 8.20 is the time, Mary. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Aye. Effect though, we're closed.